For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. In the Gun, episode 111 here of your new favorite WVU football podcast. It is time for our Pick'em Week 10 edition here. Man, it's crazy. We are into Week 10 of the college football season already. Time flies when you're having fun. I am Wesley Euler. With the best teammates in the business, I got the signal caller, Jed Drenning, and the runaway beer truck himself, Mr. Owen Schmidt. And brothers and sisters, this episode of ITG brought to you in part, as always, uh, by our friends at Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's recap how we did with our game picks last week. Mr. Jedgar Allen Poe, do you have the deets? I do. <clears throat> I picked last week. As the uh, offense to throw for the most yards in the Big 12, Oklahoma, the curse lives. The curse lives, gentlemen. <laughs> I picked Oklahoma, and they did not throw for the most yards. They did not place. They weren't in the top five. Oklahoma State threw for the most yards at 286. Central Florida, 284, number two. Baylor, 239. Iowa State, 238. Nobody really threw for a lot of yards last week. Uh, Oklahoma comes in at number eight. So I get zero points. I've not, it was the third time I picked Oklahoma this year, guys. Oklahoma's played eight games, and I have picked their three lowest passing totals. I picked them the first time well, they threw 76. Then they we're doing this, when we're doing this next week, you know who your pick is, all right? I'm picking the rest of the way. Well, no, I'm you can't. You're going to pick Slovis this week. The spoiler alerts. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I'm afraid they'll run for a bunch of yards or something, so that's – that's that's what's, <laughs> listen. You got that. So, you can call you can call your own shot over there. You got this. Owen for rushing offense of the week. Golly, he dude. took and he vowed if they didn't win, he would never pick them again, which I like. Let's see if he sticks to that. He picked Kansas State to run for the most yards. They did not. The team that ran for the most yards in the Big 12 against a team that hadn't allowed more than 125 yards rushing in a single game was Oklahoma State. Fellas, Ollie Gordon is officially in fuego. He is on fire. They ran for 315 yards against a Cincinnati defense that probably has the best D-line in the league. That's the only strength Cincinnati has. Uh, they were number one at 315. West Virginia coming in at number two with 286. Oklahoma, number three. Of course, I picked in a throw for the yards. There's the rushing yards. See, that's why I'm afraid to do that, Wes. 269 by Oklahoma. Cincinnati, in that loss, actually ran for 258. Kansas ran for 225 to come in at number five. Owen, your Wildcats came in at number eight with 179 rushing yards. And, like me, no points awarded. Wes. For your scoring oh. defense, which defense would allow the fewest yards in the Big 12? You picked Iowa State at Baylor. <clears throat> they did not finish number one. 
uh, but they did place. Here's how it shook out. Uh, Kansas State had a shutout against them Houston Cougs. Yeah, how about that? To nothing. So they allowed zero. Texas allowed just six, two field goals against BYU. Oklahoma State held Cincinnati to 13. And Iowa State held Baylor to 18 for the fourth best defensive total. So, ding, ding, Wes, you are awarded two points for your fourth place finish. That's Scott depressing. Burton. This is my week. This is my week to really get some points, and I ended up. <laughs> I mean, when I seen it's the when I seen the box score real quick, just forty one. I was like, oh, dude, they they must have railed it up this week, dude. Nope, they threw for a bunch. They threw for a bunch. So Skyler for his scoring offense, he too went with Kansas State. And here's what happened, guys. I got home from Orlando in time to watch the end of this game. And I'm watching the end of it, realizing, wow, Skyler's in first place with a tie. His Wildcats are in a first place tie. Their 41 points are tied with West Virginia for the most in the Big 12. This week, he might actually get the Big 7. And at the end of the game, Oklahoma State has 38. They're trying to run the clock out, but Cincinnati just refused to tackle. And dude from, from Oklahoma State, their backup just plows over three guys and goes 20 yards for a touchdown. And I thought, yes, there goes Skyler seven points. So he oh, just good, good teammate you are, Jed. Yes. <laughs> We're all competitive. That's why I suck. Uh, okay. Oklahoma State ends up with 45 for first place. Kansas State with 41 tied with West Virginia for second place. So ding, ding. Skyler gets four points still. Quality week for the Sky Man. Quality week for the Sky Man. I love it. Well, Jed, I got to calculate the uh, the season standings here real quick. So why don't you uh, tell us how our listeners did? Did we get our Neil Armstrong? Did we get any impressive picks? Uh, and then I'll give the standings on the other uh, on the other side. Came close. I always like to first start with this. We had our listeners. How many got the passing yards right? How many got the uh, beer truck right? How many got the uh, rushing offense, passing offense, scoring defense, and so on? We had one listener get the passing offense right because it's the hardest one to get each week, right? I always like to uh -huh. say that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Last week it was none. That's one one listener in two weeks. So he did better than me. One person got it right, uh, and that was uh, Oki King. Uh, rushing offense three six nine twelve fifteen we had 16 listeners get the rushing offense right of oklahoma state what uh, do i know defense. nothing defense. <laughs> one two three four five six seven seven picked kansas state who pitched the shutout uh and offense how many got oklahoma state correct one two three four five six eight eight got the offense right so real kick jed Yes. Is there a Brian Gray on there? Brian, there's a Brian May. I don't see a Brian Gray. I do not see one. So he got none right. No, everybody shows up. Everybody shows up, even if you got none right. He yeah, said he made it's his like picks. a full grid. That was my boss. He said he made his picks this week. You might want to have a conversation with your boss, though. I think he may be. I he think that's a crafty fib. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to see him at 6 a.m. tomorrow for the lips, so I'm be sure to yeah. marry him. <clears throat> well, I'll look again. But 
Uh, here's how it shook out. Here's the listeners that got two right. Multiple got two right, starting with just going down the line here. Benjamin Gilbert got two right. Uh, Richard Lee Mendez got two right. Congratulations to Richard. Jacob Hauser got two right. Uh, on down the line, Ben in Chicago, out in the Windy City. Ben, you got two right. And that was it for the twos. And we did have another near Neil Armstrong. Got three right. Mike Vest. You've heard me talk about Mike. Mike's son is a golfer. Tanner at Marshall. Heck of a golfer. Uh, has won a lot of awards, accolades, has a great high school career at Shady Springs. Uh, Mike's daughter, you've heard me tell you guys, Kendall, is now engaged and going to be marrying Casey Leg. Hey. Wow. Mike got three out of four right. So I texted him to tell him that. And he said, you want me to help you with your picks this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking so, about. Shots but, fired, hey, baby. Hey, guess which is the only one he missed? The passing offense. Uh, so not so fast, my friend. He got Oklahoma State correct for the rushing offense. He got Kansas State for the uh, scoring offense. And he got Oklahoma or for the uh, scoring defense. And he got Oklahoma State right for the scoring offense. So once again, incredible. Mike Vest, three out of four correct. The pride of Shady Spring. So good job. Three out of four. I, we got a lot with two out of four. This hey, is different, and this is rough. He got he got he got three out of four, three in honor of Casey Leg. There we go. There you go. You got a field goal. You got a field goal in honor of Casey Leg. We're gonna well, post a picture of him there. So yeah, that's right. This is this is the part where our talented producer Skyler throws up the picture. Ah, lovely. Look at that. Wow, that looks like a lot of fun. How about that? <laughs> Gentlemen, here's your updated standings uh through nine weeks as we enter week ten. It's uh coming down to the wire here. This is uh this is moving and shaking time. Fourth place, Jed with seven points. He's doing his best to honor Geno Smith. You know, That's what I wore at Glenville. With his number at Glenville, Geno Smith, Will Greer, John Elway, you know, other sevens of, of legend. Ben 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 Roethlisberger, you know. Uh Big O now in third place as Skyler takes a little bit of a leap over Big O. He's got 17 points. Okay. Skyler with 20 in second. And then uh I'm still sitting atop the mountain with 24 points. Skyler is gaining on me. Owen not too far behind. I'm I'm worried. I feel like I'm the classic team that peaked too early here and down the stretch. I'm gonna I'm gonna fumble this thing, but um, despite only having, I think two points here in the last three weeks, I'm still, I still got that narrow lead. So I've got 24 Skylar's got 20 Owen 17 and Jed seven. Those are our standings as we enter week 10 real quick. I found Brian gray. I want, I'm going to text you something. You'll see why I couldn't see it as we're speaking here. He did enter the competition. Uh, Brian gray got, one I mean, come right. on Jed. Oh, wait till you see this. I'll send it to the group chat. This, this was what it surfaced as. Uh, Brian Gray, again, thanks to Will Gregory, our buddy, for rounding this stuff up for us. Uh, he got Oklahoma State as the scoring offense correct. But I'm going to text this to you guys, and you'll see what I was looking at here. But anyway, 
that's good that's good all right well we'll get to the bottom of this all right we'll figure out we'll make sure we that we're not you know uh skipping any any details or cutting any corners here looks like it's written in orabek which west the the only chance i have you know what orabek Orabek is i do not why did i say that why did i say that with big daddy on the air i knew nobody would know that next week we're going to bring up orabek to big daddy i promise you put that in your notes put that in your notes if you know what it is say it in the comments here happen man (laughs) we're going off the rails we need to get to a break that's how we'll regroup we'll come back on the other side we'll give our picks for week 10 and get (laughs) out of here you are in the gut. Nobody supports the Blue and Gold Mountaineers like Toothman Ford. With over 20 NIL deals and counting, Toothman Ford continues to rally behind our student athletes. And it's time we rally and support the dealer that supports the Mountaineers. Not only does Toothman Ford offer the best prices in the state on pre-owned, their never-over MSRP campaign on new Fords guarantee to, to save you thousands. Drive with pride all season long, knowing you're supporting the dealer that fuels our Mountaineers. Toothman Ford, where cars cost less. In Grafton and at Toothman for more West Virginia Mountaineer football content, be sure to follow us on Twitter at In the Gun Podcast. For nearly 20 years, Fortis has been the nation's leader in providing guaranteed roof performance programs for commercial buildings. Fortis offers roof performance solutions that feature extensive initial and ongoing reconditioning for commercial buildings as an alternative to traditional replacement with long-term performance guarantees that are backed by global leader Lloyds of London. Fortis offers a comprehensive range of roof performance management programs that provide financial security, extend the life of our customers' roofs, and make a significant impact on ROI. Fortis is currently improving performance and increasing ROI for customers at more than 4,800 locations, with more than 140 million square feet protected, including many Fortune 500 companies that have turned to Fortis to save money, gain financial certainty, and extend the life of their existing roofs. Fortis has helped customers save more than $520 million in capital roof replacement costs for an average ROI of over 250%. To learn more, visit fortis.us.com. Fortis, roof performance and financial certainty guaranteed. Let's go, Mountaineer fans. You're tuned in to In the Gun with Wes, the runaway beer truck, and the signal caller. Back in the gun here. It is time to make our picks for week 10, of course, our Big 12. Pick them. We always start. You know what here? We'll go from last to first, all right? So Jed will lead us off. Signal caller of the week, which offense across the conference is going to throw for the most yards? Jed's giving me that grin, but that death stare threw me grin at the same time. Uh, Jed, who is going? This is your week. All right. You're going to make a late push here. It doesn't matter how you start, it matters how you finish. All right. You don't win championships in September and October. Uh, so, who is going to throw for the most yards across the Big 12 this week? Don't take my curse away from me, Wes. It's all I have, the <laughs> power I have. Don't take my curse away. So, who will I afflict with my curse this week? It's pretty simple. Three times I have picked Oklahoma to pass for the most yards in the Big 12. And in those three games, they've averaged 200 passing yards per game. So, in the other five games that I didn't pick them, they've averaged 374. Jeez. So, here's what I say. Heading to Stillwater for Bedlam against the Fighting Gundies and the Rattlesnake people, I am going to shake my Kenny Powers dice, roll it, roll it, roll it, and get it moving and write at you again, Dylan Gabriel. I curse you. I curse you. 
I curse you. Throw for your 200-yard average or even the 171 that you mustered last week. You're cursed. Try one in Bedlam with me picking you, buddy. Nice try. We'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I want those Cowboys rolling over those Sooners. So I'm picking Oklahoma to throw for the most yards. They're cursed. I love it. I love it. I absolutely dig it. I tell you what, I don't know. I, I would love Oklahoma losing, you know, after all that they beat Texas and they were like, all right, here we go. We're in the big 12 championship game. Come see us, Brett, your mark. So is I, I I'm, I'm sitting on a fence because I would love for them to drop two games and all of a sudden like need some help to get into the conference championship game. After all that, that, that trash they've talked this year and really just for the past decade. And I mean, rightfully so they've ran the conference, but man, they will let you know it. Sooners fans will certainly I also don't know if we want to see a Sooners team that's coming off of two straight losses, but we'll deal with that problem next week. All right. That's a problem for, for, for we'll next. Him. That's right. That's what we'll finish them off. That's right. We'll put the final nail in the coffin, baby. Uh, Big O your runaway beer truck offense of the week, which will run for the most yards across the conference is. I'm going with our Mountaineers. Oh, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, you're going to pick up on a theme here then, gentlemen. All right, Owen's going with the Mountaineers. Uh, going to re repeat performance of last week, basically, is what you're telling me? I'm hoping we're going to get something going. We're back home, right? We're feeling good. Beer truck's going to be in town, right? The the tag team, Wes and Owen, are going to be in town. Oh, wait, okay. I didn't even think we about this. We have records putting our, here, dog. We're putting our undefeated record when in attendance at the same time on the – oh, wow. It's a lot of pressure for the, for the old gold blue. Hey. Hey. I love it. Feel it. Feel it. What's that they say about pressure, Big O? Either Feel burst it. pipes or it makes diamonds? Hell yeah, brother. Well, let's just keep it rolling here. Skyler, our talented producer slash co-host slash everything. You hear him on Phil Friday here on ITG with Jed every single week. He is going to take the WVU Mountaineers as well, too, as his offense of the week, who will score the most points in the conference. Now, I love this from Skyler. He's feeling it. He's confident. I mean, guys, you realize we have the lowest uh, – the WVU-BYU game is the lowest over-under in the conference the entire week. And Skyler just picked us as his Big 12 offense of the week. So I love it from him in that regard. He is giving um maybe two fingers to Vegas there. I'm not specifying which fingers, just two fingers in general to to Vegas there and their, and their over-under predictions. Vegas uh, has I, no idea. They have no idea. WVU, we're we're three and zero. The, the the big it's it's hilarious. We're three and zero in conference as as as, as underdogs straight up, and we're two or we're zero and two as favorites. So maybe we should be a little upset that guys, you know, we opened as eight point eight and a half point favorites against BYU. Was it? Stop. It's it's ten and or, or I think it was less than that. It was like six or seven maybe to to open or eight. It's ten and a half now. We're favored oh, we to were beat seven BYU dogs against UCF. Yeah, and we were 14-point dogs against TCU, and we were three-point favorites against Houston, and we were two-and-a-half-point favorites against Oklahoma State. They can't yeah. get a beat on us. They can't get a beat on us. But you know what? That's kind of always been the Mountaineers, hasn't it? Let's hope that this is the week that that flips and you know we win by 10 or 11. We win by 11 points because it's 10-and-a-half right now. Good teams win, great teams cover. So Owen going WVU as his beer truck and who's going to run for the most yards in the conference offense. Skyler going with WVU is just who's going to score the most points this week in the conference. You know what? Let's make it a trinity. Let's make it a trilogy. 
Let's make it one of those things. I'm going to go with WVU as my defense of the week as well, too. Now, I know that might surprise some of you. They've hemorrhaged some yards. They've hemorrhaged some points, albeit with a with a turnover incredible performance last week. But I just, at home, at night, I think they're going to be jacked up to go and, and, and get some revenge on Keaton Slovis. I think they're going to be jacked up to go and welcome another team to the conference here and, 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 and you know, and, and set the clamps down like they've done uh, every game other than Oklahoma State at Mountaineer Field. Oh, I thought about Texas. I, I really thought about Texas here as my, as my Big 12, uh, winning a low-scoring game against Kansas State, something like that this week. But I'm going to uh, go with the Mountaineers as well, too. And so that will uh, that'll complete three straight going WVU here uh, on the show. So, hey Wes, yes, BYU on the road. Uh oh, second worst scoring offense in the Big Twelve. Uh, and and that's why that number I think has ballooned so much, and that's why it is the lowest over under. In you know, despite WVU scoring what 39, 34, and forty one points. I mean, I, would I mean, love... think about it, Jed. Jed, if we score, if we score. Th- in the thirties again, I mean, you would almost yeah. think that that over has to hit, but BYU has struggled to score points on the road. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would love to reach perfection here and make this a clean sweep, but I wouldn't dare do that to West Virginia. I I'm not about to pick the Mountaineers. Well, I picked the Mountaineers once and they finished 13th out of 14 teams in passing yards. Well, if you are a uh, Cowboys fan or you live in Stillwater and you want to thank Jed, you can uh, mail him at 123 Main Street, Davis, West Virginia. <laughs> All right, so, so Jed will go with Oklahoma. The rest of us will go with WVU. How about that? We'll see how it all plays out. There's our week 10 pick as we start to head down the home stretch. Our standings, your picks, all those things. We're still looking for our Neil Armstrong. All right, so you can find the, that link to participate in our YouTube uh, in the like the details of this episode, you know, the 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 description and all that. Uh, you can also find it on our on our Twitter account at in the gun podcast is where you get at us there. Of course, before we go, the one thing we ask of you is to be an ear and tell an ear about your new favorite WVU football podcast. Still plenty to come this week. We've got our Baylor preview dropping tomorrow, or Baylor, pardon me, our BYU preview dropping tomorrow, and Phil Steele Friday, always great stuff uh, later on in the week. So it's a full week here as we get you geared up for a big one on Saturday night uh, against the Cougs. Did you guys, real quick, before we go, did you guys see the meme? I, I can't, I don't know if I sent it to you guys or not that was going around, but it was basically like just a, a, a group of like young guys in regular clothes and a group of what looked like you know, like Mormons, like wearing the white tie and the and the uh, the white shirt and the tie and everything, and they're playing cards. And the caption is WVU BYU. If we win, they get to the, or if, if BYU wins, we get baptized. If WVU wins, they go out drinking with. <laughs> and I'll say this, Wes: they expect a strong contingency from BYU yeah? for, for a couple so? reasons. Yes, for a couple reasons. First, they travel well. And there's a novelty to this destination. They've never been to Morgantown for a game. So that means something to their fan base. And second, there's a very strong BYU following and Mormon contingency in D.C. Hmm. I mean, you've seen that tempo in D.C. When we played that's, them is that, FedEx, that's why we That's why we played them at FedEx Field we five played or six FedEx years ago, right? A lot of BYU fans there. So for those two reasons, 
I expect a lot of BYU folks to be there. So one more reason, if you're listening and you're a Mountaineer fan and you're on the fence, get your butt to Mountaineer Field Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm I I got some I got some thoughts when we do our our BYU preview that drops tomorrow, but you get 6 of these games a year. That's it. A couple weeks from now, it's going to be 10 months before any of us step into Mountaineer Field again. Um I know there's a lot going on. I know it's fall time. I know we're getting close to hol- holiday season. I know people want to go hunting, people want to do ever like like I get it. I, I we are Wait a second. Are we going to be no, wait, are we not going to be in deer season this weekend? I'm jumping the gun a little bit on that one, aren't I? Well, I think I'm a little bit. Yeah, bow season was in early. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyways, I get it. It's a busy, I mean, it's a busy time of year. People have weekend plans. There's a lot going on in the fall as always. I know it. But maybe that's the beauty of this being a night game. You still have all day to get your stuff done or do what you want to do for yourself and then get your butt over to Mountaineer Field um, because this is the penultimate. I mean, we get one more of these in two weeks. And then we get nothing for 10 months. So I'm hoping it's a jacked-up crowd night game at Mountaineer Field. Nothing like it. We're going to go this whole year without playing a noon game. All right, We're going to speak it into existence, I guess, apparently. Um, but, yes, we will have your full BYU preview tomorrow. Phil Steele Friday, of course, on Friday. So plenty to get to um, as we roll along here in what is a, a big week for both of these teams sitting at 5-3. and three. Uh, two teams that have, have, have put in some good performances, had some struggles. Excited to uh, to talk about it with the guys on the podcast tomorrow. But that'll do it for us today. For the Signal Caller, Jed Drenning, and the Runaway Beer Truck, Owen Schmidt, I am Wesley Euler. Thanks for listening, everybody. You know where to find us. You know where to get involved with the Pick'em. You know to be an ear and tell an ear. You have been in the gun. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.